Hi, welcome back to Make Do and Merry Christmas, if that's your thing. Otherwise, it is almost 2020, which is weird. I'm Julia Scott. And I'm Tiff Arment. Happy holidays. 2020. 2020, Tiff. 2020. Do you want to talk about 2020? It's That's weird, right? That's objectively, like, it's it's past Blade Runner year. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Um, I don't know. I think it would make a good pair of glasses, 2020. Nice, even round numbers in there with a two in the middle i don't know <laughs> and the and the 2020 vision I actually saw something on reddit somebody posted a picture where somebody had made those like 2020 new year's eve classes yeah that's what i'm talking about but this but the zeros weren't over the eyes they were like off to the side <laughs> the curves of the twos were over the eyes and it's like what the one year in ages where you actually get two zeros anyway. oh i'm doing it all wrong no no <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. We've had some uh, some fun um, feedback on the last couple of episodes. Uh, Matthew Casanelli uh, told us on Twitter that he built Siri shortcuts as a cozy craft, which I thought was adorable. That's awesome <laughs> and hilarious. Uh, and I think a lot of people sort of related to that thing of doing it wrong and cheating and and not being an original super awesome artist. I also uh, Melissa M with Pen on Twitter commented about not monetizing your child's hobby. Uh, She and her child are doing stuff and she was considering like vending at a craft fair and maybe bringing some of that stuff. And she was sort of struggling with that. A, I'm assuming just for myself, like you have too much of the things, but also like these are pretty, other people might want them, but not imbuing into her child the feeling of that, you know, value is a dollar value. Right. And I thought that was really, really interesting where I was like, <laughs> part of me was like, sell them, don't tell your child, put it in their college fund. But that's maybe just really weird. <laughs> just yeah, I don't like, know how are... I feel about that. My kid, uh, uh, he makes a lot of Minecraft maps, so I don't know if we can sell those. <laughs> <laughs> um, does uh, does he watch like uh, Minecraft videos? Is that something that he's like, I want to also do that? Or is it more like it's two separate things, like playing is one thing and watching well, he's only allowed to play another. the game on the weekend, so he spends his time making the game, like out of Lego or cardboard boxes or anything else during the week when he can't have the game. So he's just obsessed. Uh, we won't let him watch YouTube videos. I don't know what's on there. I, I don't okay. understand um, the YouTubes. No. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of YouTube, yeah. I made a video Do you like that? I, that is... I set that up for you. That was a bump set Thank spike. You. You're Thank welcome. You. <laughs> that was lovely. No, I made a, a video that is... Partly, maybe not relevant now and partly always relevant because I made a video uh, with gift ideas for knitters that, you know, could be for Christmas, but also, you know, people deserve presents all year round. So if if you or someone you like likes yarn, you can check it out. I'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> yes, please do. Promote, promote, promote. <laughs> Pro- cross promotion. Um, also, something that's a little darker that I wanted to talk about that's not specifically art related, but kind of is. Uh, so about a month ago, I was at a, a doctor um, doing an ultrasound of a thing that is not dangerous, but is part of endometriosis, which is the thing that I have that sucks. And uh, she wanted me to try a new birth control pill, which uh, she said, like, oh, it's a more modern formulation, something, 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 and it's supposed to be better for endometriosis. And I tried it. And about a week ago, I, I started to realize that... Since taking it, I had started to feel really, really different because I'd been on the same pills for 
you know, 20 years or so and never really had much of a problem with them. And I started to realize that I had been feeling really, really depressed. I'd been having thoughts of self-harm, suicidal ideation. And because I'd had problems like that in the past, I think it took me a little while to realize that it was happening. Uh, or or maybe it just it would have taken me because it just felt like it was, I was just so tired. I didn't want to do anything. I felt extremely hopeless. And I, th- I think I just suddenly had like a little light bulb was like, oh, this like I'm on, you know, brain medication that's supposed to that, that is working. I don't know why this is happening. And then I realized that that's a pretty common or at least a, you know, noted side effect. Uh, and the same way that I think we talked about, like when I don't want to do stuff, when I don't want to read, when I don't want to knit, that's how I sometimes know stuff is going on. And that mm-hmm. was definitely happening here. Like I didn't want to I just didn't want to anything. But I think both talking about art and being better at looking at myself, just like have it was such a gift sort of to be able to look at myself and be aware of my feelings and be like, huh, this either needs, you know, a medication adjustment and then being like, no, I think it's I think it's this new hormone shift in my body. And I've I've gone back on my old pills. I've notified my doctor like I'm safe. I have a good support system. I just want to be clear about that. But I kind of wanted to bring it up, A, because I think it's important to talk about these things because it's really easy to just sort of, you know, hermit crab in on yourself and be like, I am the worst uh, and this is my problem and nobody can help and nobody cares. And to just like be aware of like, is this a shift? Uh, and even if if it's not a shift, if it's like your what feels like your normal, there is almost always something you can do about that. And um it's it's always easier if you just like sort of let a little bit of sunshine in, and I'm not I'm I'm saying that as a very sometimes cynical person, but just it it's also worth it to sort of spend time over the long run learning to see yourself and your feelings and be aware of them and sort of be able to put words on them and be able to see what's either your normal or your safe base level and and to be able to see those changes because it was very scary for a few days and then I was like okay well to at least have a hypothesis that wasn't I suck and everything sucks Mm -hmm. to have a hypothesis that was like this is something that's been introduced into my system that is messing with my brain the same way that I've taken meds that gave me brutal heartburn and it took me a little while to realize that too because I'm just like, oh, my body, it's this bag of meat and it has all this stuff going on. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, this started right when I did this thing. I think it's so important to talk about this stuff, you know, like even though and and it is, it's one of those things that it goes hand in hand with creating. Just like you said, like as soon as you start feeling like I just don't want to make anything anymore, that to me is always like a, uh oh, like just wait, what's going on? Let's think about this. Let's not get too far into mm-hmm. the weeds uh you know i think that there's a a good place to to grab hold of uh, you know kind of the lifeline of everything and being like okay why is this happening you know like let's address the situation let's let's figure it out and and even if you're you know further along and uh, in in that kind of state then there is kind of a way out to notice this stuff and and i think that it's all about people talking about it too cuz a lot of times y- these these things happen when you're alone, you know, you're, 
alone, whether it's in your mind alone or physically, you know, like you're alone because you just can't do, you can't get out, you can't go on the the adventures of life because like you just, you aren't feeling it, like it's not there and depression takes over. And I think that it's really important for people on podcasts or, or any way to get into someone's head that when they're by themselves, that there are people out there too that feel this way. And I think that that's why kind of like the internet and podcasts and like all of this, these communities where people are able to connect with each other, even when we're all alone are so important. And it helps so many people to know that you're, you have a way out and that other people struggle with this stuff. And I love that you talk about how easy and, and, um, just you talk about being on medication as just a thing in your life. And I think that more people need to feel that way. And I think that people who are, you know, shy away from medication, it's, it's because everyone like stigmatizes it. Right. And it's just nice to hear someone who's so creative and outgoing as you (laughs) uh, say that, you know, this is, it takes work to do this. It's not just who I am. And then other people are like, Oh, I'm just, I'm not that person. I can never be that. And, it's not that everyone needs to be that or, or wants to be that, but it is nice to know that it's not easy. Yeah. And I, I think, cause I think, you know, we, we've talked in, in an episode previously about, you know, the myth of the tragic hurting artists, mm-hmm. but I think there's also this idea that people who are, you know, creative in the very artistic sense are so in touch with their emotions. And I think that's so not necessarily true because like I said, like you could think of it as any other thing that might happen to your body because I think when we talk about things that's how people sometimes you know from a blog or Instagram or a podcast will go hey that's the same back problem I have and suddenly they can go to the doctor and be more specific Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think the same way if you say like hey this uh, this medication made me feel horrible or because I think also you get into that weird thing sort of like with exercise like you need it most when you can do it the least like because because making things is often a lot of people's like go to pick me up or go to calm me down and then when you don't want to do that is when you should do it and then it's just really hard to get back to that so um you know feel your feelings check in with yourself uh because sometimes you know it can be a thing like your blood sugar is low and you're Mm -hmm. cranky uh and sometimes you just you know you need some tea and maybe a cookie and sometimes you need to either talk to someone about you know if if you can't make your own serotonin store-bought is fine uh (laughs) or or maybe you need to talk to someone about your feelings you know it's not specifically medication or you just need to even talk to a friend and be like hey this is what's going on and they can go okay but your brain is lying to you because you're great you know like just check in with yourself Mm -hmm. check in what your normal is and and do do something make something like I sewed I sewed little felt ornaments for our Christmas tree yeah those just because so I was like <laughs> I need I need to do something you know and and uh you know you get a little like okay I need to make all of these and maybe I wasn't super productive with other things that I needed to do but I found something that was in this case it was something new that I hadn't really done before or you can find something familiar like if you are someone who makes things as a part of who you are Keep like keep an eye like like Tiff was saying. Keep an eye on that sort of gauge. Like, hey, is this is this a sign or am I just tired because I've been working a lot? You know, that's also possible. But just like, it's a good little both like valve in the sense of releasing the pressure, but also to check what the pressure is. I guess. Yeah. 
So Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While everyone's feeling overwhelmed at Christmas time or, you know, during yeah, exactly. the holidays and everything. Well, that's, that's I think, maybe also part of why it took me a little while because I was just like, oh, it's gray, it's rainy, everything sucks this time of year, Christmas stress, deadline stress, money, like all of, all of the stress. So again, even if you're, you haven't been put on new medication, just like this is a time of year where a lot of people don't, don't do so good. So yeah. eat some chocolate. It's good for you. <laughs> so uh, on that cheery note, actually, no, chocolate is cheery. Uh, we wanted to sort of round out the year by talking about the year. Yep. And just like last year, we're going to pretend that we're not going to talk about our goals and plans for 2020. And we probably are because that's who we are. But in, <laughs> in theory, we're going to talk about goals next year when it's actually 2020. So you you did a lot of stuff this year. I did. I I feel like I did. You went back to school. Yeah, I feel like I did big things this year. And a lot of it was in the uh, second half of the year. But Mm -hmm. I feel like that the first half of the year kind of informed the possibility of all of that. And yeah, it feels like a a big different thing for me, the whole going to school, as I've talked about on multiple episodes, which is now my classes are done. And oh, I signed up for new classes. I am going to take uh, two more classes in the spring. So I couldn't completely let it go. I was having too much fun going to the city. Although now that it's getting cold and everything is iced, <laughs> I'm like, hmm, those it's choices. It's charming. <laughs> <laughs> like January is feeling real cold right now. Uh, Do you want to talk about what classes you're taking? Yeah, I'm taking an additional kind of like figure painting class that I'm doing a double session of. So it's like it's 10 to five. It's so it's all day. You get like a lunch break. Um, so there, and there are long poses, which now like I know all these cool art terms in that they, um, that will have multiple weeks of the same pose. So you have a real chance to not only just like figure everything out, get the right proportions and really work on it, but like refine your painting or drawing or whatever you end up doing, um, a lot more so that I'm really looking forward to that. It's very, um, it's it's a little bit more advanced, but kind of in the same vein of the classes that I was taking before, just more of it. And I'm taking um, intermediate anatomy because I loved my anatomy class so much and I want to do it more. And, and again, it's the same professor and it's longer poses, so have even more of an opportunity. And I was just at my very last class, I was thinking about what my first figure looked like, <laughs> you know, like the total. Yeah, you posted you posted progress pictures on your Instagram stories, right? I did, I did, because like the first one, I you know I knew nothing about proportion. You know, you you learn this, you like look at stuff online or drawings or in books, and and you're like, okay, and then sometimes your hand just won't do it, right? Like I just don't know how to do it. And gradually through the class, I I think I I'm not good yet at all. I still need a lot of work because humans are very tricky and really complicated but and weird and weird right <laughs> like so weird uh and everyone's different so it's not even like you can practice drawing the same flower over and over again it's just like um but this I've seen the progress so from my first day of class to my last day of class I feel like there was a big jump and it was definitely because of doing it every week, the repetition of it and having that instruction of someone coming over and being like, this is why this looks weird and here's how to fix it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I'm really craving more of that because I want to see myself jump 
faster. It's almost like when you have an injury and you go to acupuncture, it's like, yeah, I probably would have gotten better eventually, but the acupuncture felt like it made me heal faster. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. That's what this feels like. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think your teacher is a placebo, but I think like, like we've talked about, like it's, it's easier when it's not hypothetical practice. Cause you probably wouldn't have sat down for like two hours in a row over and over and over and over and over again, practicing like arms, jaws, all mm-hmm. that. Cause it's, some people have that discipline, and I think I dare speak for both of us when I say nah. Yeah, um, I definitely don't. If I don't have like a class or something to go to, then I'm just like totally distracted all the time. And I also started guitar lessons this year, which was another thing that like I learned in high school a little bit. And then I just like messed around on the guitar that I had for years and years and years. And this summer I was like, I'm going to try playing like at least once a week or, or more than that. And so I did. And, but yet I wasn't quite disciplined enough. So I started guitar lessons, like actually going to lessons. And yeah, I don't practice in between. It's so bad. Like I have to, if I don't, if I'm not going to the lesson, that's it. It's like out of my brain. I like, don't. You, re- you return to your like 11 year old self practicing brutally for half an hour right before you meet your teacher. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's it. I'm like, right. Like I get off the train from my art class and I sit down, I practice guitar for an hour and then I go off to my lesson. I'm such like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm such a crammer and then it looks like I'm awesome because I had literally just practiced everything instead of like a little (laughs) bit all week in order to get proficient like most people should be doing uh so that's definitely I guess I would put this out there we're not talking about our 2020 but my 2020 is practice more in between lessons like lessons are great but need more practice between Simone Yetch who's this uh amazing maker she I think like the Kickstarter is done and I think she's going to be selling them at a later date. She just has this like calendar where you press a button. You can press the button for each day. Like it's all the days of the year and it lights up and it's like to like it's it's a streak calendar. Like you want to keep the streak mm. going. And I know that um, Mike Hurley also has tried like doing streak things. And I feel like it's it's nice to be able to check things off like if you are an achiever like this is tiff's like golden star chart of (laughs) of practicing uh i feel like both you and i probably do need something like that like i yep tiff did her skills today good job i I went outside i talked to a person i got vitamin d You you never really grow up we're all just overgrown middle schoolers rounding out the year i feel like i've um I'm trying to start up the whole We Draw Wednesdays thing. I made myself a website for that. Um, doing the little webcomic dot tiff, um, girl with the blue heart. <laughs> I like how you sort of branched out into a bunch of different things. And I really, really like that you had sort of one vision for it. And then you were like, no, wait, that's that's not really what it is. And so you made it into sort of multiple things off from that for some reason, the only thing I can think of is a potato. Like the eyes go different ways. Like that's a very weird. <laughs> I just metaphor. Be, yeah, then my, your my little, brain your potato. Little, it's my your brain potato. Original, it's fine. <laughs> your original brain potato. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like, I I appreciate that you were like, you know, you had this very. It felt like the specific big idea that I thought was a good idea and an interesting idea. But then you were like, hmm, uh, you know, this doesn't feel right to me, and it doesn't seem like maybe what other people want from it either. So you kept some parts of it and did one thing and then other parts of it and did this other thing. And I think that's that's really cool. That's also growth. Yeah. Brain that's, potato growth. That's what it feels like. You know, when you have a new idea, sometimes it starts off, you hold it so tightly that you 
because you, you think it's such you a squish great your thing. potato yeah you you just you stop you the potato can't sprout right it's just like all getting it's becoming mashed potatoes like it just gets worse and worse the the harder you hold on to it but sometimes an idea if you just let it let it go a little bit more or, or have like if it has a leg to go off another way you know letting it go and I found that even though those were kind of the harder moments to get past I was happier when I did, you know, when I, mm-hmm. when I let things go and I, when I wasn't so protective of them, uh, it felt a lot more open and liberating and r- had room for more creativity and, and more people and, and more, more inspiration. Potatoes. Yeah. More potatoes. Like it just kept sprouting all those eyes like everywhere. So yeah, I think, yeah. cause I think that, I think that, you know, there, it's a cliche for a reason that a lot of a lot of life's and the world's great inventions are, you know, either accidents or come when you're trying to invent something else entirely. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I was trying to make a, a flying potato and instead I invented the light bulb. You're very know. into the potatoes today. I have. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this girl some potatoes. <laughs> Always. Um, yeah, but, no, but I, th- I think that was really cool. So, yeah. A year where you kind of like, I, I don't want to call it a business because it's not, um, but I feel like a, a a year when you start something big that you share with other people feels like a pretty big year. So I'm I'm really proud of that and I'm excited to see where it goes in 2020 because I realized I started all of this like right before the holidays and I'm feeling it like <laughs> big time <laughs> because I was like I'm doing we draw Wednesdays and on Wednesdays I'm like I have time to draw one thing <laughs> like that's it and yeah I've gotten into this weird weird sort of pattern of delayed we draw Wednesdays like I'll slowly draw a couple of things and yeah. then post them the next Wednesday at the same time that I go hey what should I draw because I think part of it is also the time difference like a lot of the suggestions I get are from people in the U.S that I will get really late in the evening. Yeah, and you're like, so I just don't like, have time to... to do this now. But Yeah, but it's still, it's a really nice thing. And I can tell exactly the thing that you could tell, I think, where people are like, what's the weirdest thing I can make this girl draw? Yeah, that's what I'm definitely getting. I'm not like, hey, draw my dog. It's more like, I want a pickle in a sombrero. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it's, I love all the crazy suggestions. And uh, right now it still feels a little bit like I'm screaming into the void, you know, where I want this to be so much bigger than it is. And it just needs a lot more time and attention to have that happen. So I'm hoping next year I will have more time and attention to give to that. And also to like my little web comic. I want, I want that to grow. Um, yeah. I mean, we all have hopes for our brain children or our brain potatoes to grow <laughs> as, <laughs> as fruitfully as they possibly can. Um, but so tell me about your year. Uh, I want to know, I mean, I, I've been hearing about your year all year. <laughs> you were but, you were there. <laughs> but, but I want to hear um, what you think of it and how you reflected back on what you've done this year. Um, well, like I said, not like I said, like I've been saying, I think I've mentioned, you know, I've, I've been dealing with some exhaustion and tiredness and Mm -hmm. finding a balance between the different things that I do for work and the different things that I do for fun and making markets work. Uh, I tried a number of new markets like out in the country over the summer with mixed results. Right now I'm talking to a friend about possibly buying his like camper van to travel around to markets oh cool um 
I'm still negotiating with Pontus about this in the sense that I have asked him if he would leave me if I bought it. Uh, <laughs> but um, so I'm thinking about like different ways to do markets. I've actually signed up for my first market of 2020 uh, and I've applied for another one uh, because it is it is a good way to sell. You know, I've sold a decent ish amount of stuff online. I haven't been working super hard with marketing that, though I have built my own website now because we can talk about Etsy at some other date, but Etsy has gotten really complicated. Um, I've heard that from people, so we definitely should do an episode about Etsy. Yeah, or selling online in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So I'm looking at some new, both like new ways to sell things, new um, collaborations, different kinds of things. I've talked to people about some interesting things and some interesting ways to do markets together and that kind of thing. And then when it comes to like my my non-monetized hobbies, <laughs> uh, I've knit a bunch of stuff. I went through and counted and I've knit about 15 things, but also a lot of those were bigger projects. Like I've knitted fewer pairs of socks and more sweaters this year, including two designs that I'm hoping to write up to like share and either sell or post just for free online, but in a lot of different sizes, which has been fun. But also I've been getting into sewing more complicated stuff, like That's awesome. things with weird waistbands and big skirts and, po- you know, like more couture, constructed things, <laughs> sort of, let's yeah. say constructed. <laughs> but yeah, and I wished for a mannequin for Christmas mm-hmm. when this, when you're listening to this, no matter when you're listening, I will know if I've received one. And if not, I'm probably going to buy one to be able to work on more couture-ish stuff, at least. That was actually what, when I was in my funk, I was like, I'm, I'm grumpy. I'm going to buy fabric. Because I was very much in that weird stuff of, I don't want to make stuff, but I want to dream about making stuff. Yes, I get into that state a lot. It's like so much easier to think about doing the thing instead of actually doing it. And then you end up not doing it at all because you think about it too much. And you've already gotten what little like uh, pleasure or satisfaction you think you're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. But... I've finished almost all of my sort of deadline-y, worky stuff now, so I think I'm going to spend the rest of the year making stuff. Like, not I have a couple of Christmas presents left to finish, but then, like, trying to make weird, complicated dresses and things. And a suggestion here is buy fabric, like, secondhand, and you can also buy, like, sort of crappier fabric. Like, you can buy, I don't know, like, duvet covers or uh, tablecloths to do mock-ups to practice techniques uh, cheaper than, like cutting into your super nice fabric and stuff but that's that's been been fun to like one of the things that I think I talked about even at the beginning of the year was realizing that I'm not you know a sloppy messy non-instruction followy person so that's something that I've been sort of processing and exploring and that's that's been a lot of fun I realized actually what your biggest thing is this year oh yeah you painted my butt I did I still need to send that to you <laughs> it's Send me my butt. <laughs> I took it off the um I took it off of the the wood so I could roll it up and send it to you. <laughs> I just need to get a very large tube. Not because of your butt, hey. but because of the painting. <laughs> I mean, I do have a very large butt. No, but yeah. uh, but I actually I think that that also that that my butt is a symbol <laughs> of just like you 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 started to sort of explore drawing like from reference and real people and real people you know, which I think is mm-hmm. is super cool. So so my, my butt is, is a huge deal. Well, maybe like um, a few years from now, I'll paint an even more accurate picture of your butt because I look at it now <laughs> and I'm like, I could do this better, <laughs> but I'm still going to send it to you. And I, I love when you can do that and not be like, oh man, I suck. But you go, 
I sucked slightly more then than I do now. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> I just, can... it's a matter. I, I don't ever get angry at myself for being bad before. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Do people do that? I think some people do that where they are angry at their past work. But it's just like, I can't, I didn't have the skills then or know what I knew now. Like, it just, there's no way, there's no reason to get upset about your past self because they operated under the best circumstances that they could, you know, and, uh, you just kind of let it go because it's like, you made the choices and you, you did the things and you made the stuff that you were able to make at the time. And now you're better, which always feels good. I don't do you, could you go backwards in art? Could you get worse? I don't think you can get worse. Like when you I'm practice sure you, stuff. I'm sure you, I'm sure you could, if you like maybe didn't challenge yourself, uh, and I don't know, got, <laughs> Just like nerve damage from painting the same butt over and over again. Well, yeah, uh, but, uh, despite like <laughs> damage, like that's different. But I don't think like a, just a, an operating person could actually get worse from where they started. You know, I think I think what could make you worse is like being too stubborn to see your faults. Ooh, like if yeah, you just like if you just sort of dig into like this is my technique and everybody else just doesn't understand or like because um, because I think even if you find your well, maybe thing, not worse, just never better. Hmm. I could I could see worse like if you just like <laughs> You're stubbornly like, oh, no, people can totes get worse. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that like you, you I don't know. If if you just like dig into I know best. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just like it feels worse cuz you're getting dumber. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, but but aside from my butt, is there like a specific either project or you know, like a specific thing or achievement that you're extra proud of? Hmm. I'm really proud of Dot Tiff. Uh, I've talked about this before on the show. I I really, or maybe it was on um, the uh, Drawing Inspiration podcast. Uh, it was. It's just one of those things that I feel like when I made her, it feels really mine, and mm-hmm. it felt very personal. And I'm really proud of that. And there, are, and that's that was new for me this year and it's a really good feeling and I want to continue striving for that um another thing that I was really proud of which it's very it feels a little silly but I really am very proud of it I made this like sea glass art um I basically took all the sea glass that I found at the beach this summer and I glued it to a board (laughs) but I glued it in a very specific way and I think it looks really cool. I'm really proud of it. It's in our living room right now. We see it every morning while we eat breakfast and it's just one of those pieces that I I made it and it just like it came out through feeling and even though it seems like this silly collage thing out of stuff that I found, it still feels really good and beautiful and I look at it and I'm like, I can't believe I made that, you know, and it's so I think I'm really proud of that. Like I see glass art, which I guess we'll link to in the show notes for you to see also. Um, but yeah, that one stood out to me uh, when you asked this question. So what what's something that you're really proud of? I'm trying to think. You know what? Then this is also like it's funny because both of us are like trying to talk down our thing. But I think that's also an achievement to be like, no, this this small thing means something. I think it was a going to that uh, dress, uh, apron dress class and uh-huh. like B, following all the instructions the way you're supposed to and then C, replicating it again at home just to be like, it's OK to take a class for a simple technique. Mm-hmm. And it, and also you you can 
follow all the stuff, even the things that you're like, this is silly. But then you're like, okay, no, it actually did make it better. Uh, so that was like, it was a small, small step for Julia kind. But it was, you know, it, it, I think it made something click That's in my good. head. Also, I'm proud of working on tall vases because I wasn't good at those and I'm getting better at them. Yeah, you are. I, I'm <laughs> loving all the new different shapes. And, and I think that before we saw a lot of the same shapes from you, but like really good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love no, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> before, but like this year, it feels like you've tried a lot more different things than we I've seen before. Yeah. Well, because I think, you know, you when you make a lot of the same thing, you have more opportunity to get bored, I guess, but in a good way. And also I got more and more confident in my technique. And also I think just like philosophically, I was like, okay, Julia, you have to be your own teacher now <laughs> and go, okay, let's do something harder. So that's because my next question is like, what's a new technique or medium that you tried? And And for me, maybe that is just like, doing not the stuff that is easy and not the stuff that's like my um go-to or fallback mm -hmm. I guess what about you um I maybe gluing things to the board I tried that <laughs> <laughs> that's, true. that's true uh actually it was um like charcoal and conte I think that's how you say it uh which is something that we did in one of my classes and it was a medium that I never thought I would like, but man, I really enjoyed like throwing down those layers and taking the smudge stick and like pushing it all in and like getting rid of it and then putting more layers down. Like, I really <laughs> enjoyed that. I thought it was more of just like a messier pencil before and it's not, it's, it's much different than that. And, it, and using toned paper, like all of these little things that I think a lot of people in the arts know about, before I knew about it but it's almost <laughs> like you don't know until someone teaches you unless you just like walk through an art store and literally buy everything uh so that that was a real nice surprise and, and I want to do more of that um uh, I am really turn. grateful <laughs> <laughs> I'm really grateful for and and you had I think a pretty big part in this uh playing with my with digital drawing like in, in my case it's my iPad oh but just like getting into sketching and painting and that kind of stuff you are so right. That is totally new for me this year. I start the first like real digital drawing. Oh no, I shouldn't say it's totally new, but the most serious one that I did was in was in April. So, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna get mad at you again because you were so good in April. Don't oh, stop it. You're so good all the time. Every time you do it, uh, just do you want to okay. just go? We'll just go back and forth and tell each other how good we are and how <laughs> mad we are at each other and how like because I get I get mad at your drawings because I want them to be mine. Like yeah, we're. <laughs> We're love ping-ponging. We are Let's love ping-ponging. Let's stop. Do you have uh, like a failure you want to talk about? It's not a failure. Well, okay. It is a failure, but it's a good failure. Um, do you, okay, I I'm sorry. Do you want to talk about a learning opportunity you Yeah, have? there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, so... A, a potato moment. A potato moment. I said last last year that I was going to sell at that like beach market that I wanted mm -hmm. to like put some paintings up and, and have a table. Uh, this summer and I didn't do it and I don't see it as a failure because I'm I'm glad I didn't do it because instead of pushing myself to make that deadline or promise or goal that I had for myself I realized it wasn't a very good goal and I cut it off at the pass essentially <laughs> and I don't feel like it failed because I didn't do it by choice and I'm happy about that because when I thought about doing it, I started 
painting some stuff based on what I thought other people would like to buy and what other people would want um, in -hmm. that environment specifically too. And I was feeling nothing from a lot of those paintings. A couple of them came out pretty good, but again, I was just like, ah, Monstera leaves are beautiful and fun, but I don't feel anything. I don't feel connected to that. And so I'm really glad that I didn't pursue that and waste a lot of time doing these things. And instead I had room for pieces that I made and and things that I did, or even just like plans that I've made for future pieces that have a lot more meaning to me, even if nobody else ever likes it. And I think that that was really good for me to be okay not going to that market. Uh, I mean, in the future, maybe, yes, that will be something that I do want to do. But this particular year, I'm really glad that I failed. Yeah, because I, I feel like, because it felt like the reason that you were saying that you wanted to do it was that you wanted to sort of, you know, have the confidence of showing your things to people and putting a price tag on them, being like, yeah. this is worth something. And then I think that you, A, had that realization of, you know, I, I don't want to mass produce stuff just to sell. Uh, and you wanted to focus on, you know, making stuff and evolving. And in that evolution, I think you, I, I, it feels like you sort of hit not necessarily a plateau, but a stopping point where you're like, I want, like, I, I was very proud of the things that I was making then. But right now, I want them to be a couple of steps better before, I, like, you, you, you know what I mean? Like you were mm-hmm. proud and happy with those things. And then as you were getting better, you were like, no, I want to get better, even better first yes. before I sell. Uh, and you you did, you know, you started to put stuff out there on Instagram instead. Uh, and we have talked a lot about value. And so you sort of put, put, you know, put that investment back in yourself instead and being like, okay, uh, that bridge that we've talked about, like where you're getting good enough to see just how bad you are except not bad but you know what I mean like when you're like I am I am growing and uh thus sort of taking a step back in my ambitions and putting some of them on pause because before I was so happy that I was doing this stuff and it was going well am I making sense you're making tons of sense no okay good (laughs) which like it it is fun when people have confidence but sometimes it's also cool to be like well no it's not a failure it's just like a re- reassessment, reevaluation, rescheduling, I guess. Yeah, I think sometimes uh, having the wisdom to not push forward in something that isn't working is a different type of, I don't know, self-awareness that mm-hmm. it, it's not always just a failure. And it's it's sometimes really hard to recognize the two of those, you know, like the, oh, I'm feeling down and I don't want to do this anymore because of laziness or something, you know, more substantial, like depression, like we were talking about, like, I just don't want to make anything anymore. It's there or just being overwhelmed. Like there are certain things that are worth pushing past and other things that are not. It's like, why are you forcing yourself to do something that doesn't feel right um, over and over again? So, but, but also like if, if what you want to do is, you know, stand up and go, Hey, these things are mine and they're good. A lot of the times it is easy to go to, you know, value as in dollar value and be like, how do I, how do I, how do I show myself as, as cocky and worthy while (laughs) it's by selling my stuff. And then that's, and then you realize that like, maybe that's not what I want to do, or at least not now. Like maybe I want to, you know, sell things in 10 years for $10,000 per (laughs) thing or whatever. Or maybe you just want to like 
you know, I want to get really good or I want to have an exhibition or I want to post a thing on Instagram that I can find no fault with or whatever. Uh, But like, because I think the thing that you were saying with that goal was, you know, I want to (laughs) brag. Like I want to, I want to feel confident enough to show off my stuff. Yeah. And instead I Instagrammed it. (laughs) (laughs) Which feels mighty great because I love that community so much. Again, like I've never come across anything super negative on Instagram. I mean, have you? Like, has anyone been like, you suck? Like, I don't think, I don't see that on Instagram. No, I I, I think the, the closest that I get most of the time is that, you know, when people have like, quote unquote, helpful suggestions on things that you either didn't mention wanting help with or that you like you know just wanted to complain about mm-hmm. where yeah but but mostly no most people mostly people are just happy and and um you know at worst clumsy in how they express things i yeah. think so did you have any failures this year or, oh, or so good many. failures <laughs> <laughs> i think well i, I kind of know a few of them i'm just asking for the audience sake <laughs> <laughs> well i think with just like not doing enough research on some markets or preparing maybe not enough sometimes but then also it's it's hard to know when things are a failure and when like the market's just not ready yet like the the sort of metaphorical market not a specific fair but also just like you know i've tried stuff i've not gotten certain grants or residencies and but Again, like my inner Pollyanna comes through where I'm like, well, the only reason I could get those rejections was because I actually got up the courage to apply. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. Of I course guess. it is. I mean, like every, tons of failures, tons of things that I am not good at. Many sewing projects where I, you know, punctured my finger or couldn't do math and things got too tight or too loose or too long or too short or all of the above in one project oh remember that loom i had (laughs) oh yeah is it is it now kindling oh it's not kindling it's just waiting it's like most projects (laughs) waiting (laughs) yeah we also had a pretty good podcast year i think like aside from like we had a lot of interesting episodes we uh the thing that i almost almost had the most fun with i think was when we did that um blind instruction painting member special episode oh that was want to do that again oh if if you haven't heard that yet please go and become a member over at relay.fm slash membership or yeah that sounds good something like that you'll find it even if you just go to make do pod (laughs) on uh on relay's website and you can go become a member and check out this show because it it was pretty good i had a great time it was pretty good we might we might do uh a sort of uh a free episode like that sometime later next year because it was just it was fun it was very um very rewarding oh i uh found a youtube video that i haven't had time to watch the other day about how um andrew wyatt wyeth made a painting that has that um jenny painting at the front oh yeah so i'll I'll link that in the show notes great um i'm just I'm happy you're Tiff, and I'm happy that you listeners are here. And I'm happy I that think, you're Julia. I think I think I'm at like the end of a Christmas Carol right yeah. now. Just I, we like... just watched that. I just showed my son uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. So it's just, it, we went through the ghosts, right? We went through the ghosts of art, past, <laughs> present, and future a little bit. We touched on a yeah, little, a little bit future, uh, but we'll get more to future in the future. 
Exactly. Like the ghost, the ghost of, of, of making future is uh, sitting on a beach somewhere drinking a Mai Tai and <laughs> will will come visit us in in a bit. You can go find our show notes at relay.fm slash make do and we're make do pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us at make do pod at gmail.com and maybe tell us what you're looking forward to in the next year coming up. Uh, because I would, I would like to hear what our listeners are planning on doing. And if anyone is starting a new project or, or seeing new things that we should, uh, also find out about. Anyway, you can, uh, find us individually at Tiffany Arment and at Julia Scott, S K O T T. And we'll be taking one episode off for the new year, but then we'll be back. And until then go make and do.